Dingus and Dongus. Hey, Michael. Episode 15. Greetings and felicitations, children of technology. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) We decided to read Cosmic Ghost Rider this go-around. And Uh, it fucking rules. It does. It's obviously Marvel, uh, written by Donny Cates, who Peter's talked about before. Yep. And I agree about what he said about Donny Cates based on this book alone. Yeah. Came out in 2018. And Cosmic Ghost Rider is... Punisher that got uh, <laughs> Punisher who made a deal with Mephistopheles and became uh, the new Ghost Rider, uh, which then, after some stuff, uh, meets up with Galactus, who turns him into a herald. So he's, he's basically Silver Surfer, Ghost Rider, Punisher. Yeah. And it's... Bat shit insane. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's so much fun. <laughs> and, like, the conceit is, like, all this power. And plus, you know, Frank's own personal trauma, I'm sure. Right. Drove him absolutely insane. Right. Well, there was a moment later on in the book where he says, I'm holding back. Like, you don't understand how much power I'm holding back. Because right. I can fuck everything up. Yeah. I, like, the first half of the book kind of reminded me. It, it felt like the tone... Felt like a Deadpool book. Almost. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And then the second half was a little less Deadpool-y yeah. and a little more hypocritical of of Frank's character. I think, like, okay, he, he was trying to essentially say, "Don't do what I've been doing my whole existence." Yeah. To baby Thanos. Yeah, like, but dude, he. I mean, I think the the reason is he realizes like. He is essentially a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. And and he knows right and wrong, and what he's been doing is wrong. And he's trying to teach baby Thanos, you got to be better than yeah, me. Yeah, don't do this. Yeah. Also, I have never seen, I, I guess I'll just call him Frank, uh, Frank Castle, uh-huh. look so emaciated in my life. Yeah. Like, he's always been a kind of stout fella in right. all the art depictions I've seen of him. But he is very... He's uh, gone. Yeah. Yeah, he's gone, old, slender, and gray. Mm-hmm. Now, I wonder how much of it is him being old, and how much of it is just, like, all these other supernatural powers, like, boiling us like, away in him. Like, well, in my head, if I had uh, cosmic hellfire powers, I would assume it would balloon into this mega... Creation, but then again, as Ghost Rider, you're just a skeleton that's on fire. Yes, basically. Yeah, and I guess all the heralds don't really—they don't get any bigger. Yeah, yeah. no, it just—that's oh, a lot of power. Yeah, and I guess in my head, I equate power with just big bulk, bulk, <laughs> bulk. <laughs> that's not necessarily true. It's just I, I guess. Well, I mean. You know, you got an example in uh, in Hulk. Right. You know, dude's huge, and he's one of the most powerful dudes out there. Yes. We're, we're not talking about Hulk, though. We're talking we about will the... be in, like, six months. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> teaser. That's a teaser. But yeah, this book is really fun. And the whole whole thing is Frank Castle 
going back in time, kidnapping baby Thanos to raise him right. To raise him right so he doesn't turn into a dick. Yeah. And baby Thanos, like, he's just adorable. He's like, what is this? (laughs) What is is a serial killer? What is mass murder? I like that Frank is carrying around baby Thanos by wrapping chains around it to his chest. Yep. Like a little chain baby carrier. Yeah, yeah. L chain baby carrier. It's it's so goddamn (laughs) cute. I think one of my favorite moments outside of baby Thanos... Um, and even the part where Baby Thanos gets time shifted and meets Punisher Thanos later, that because yeah. he sized him up, mm-hmm. that was that was a top contender for favorite moments. Like Baby Thanos looking up at his future Punisher self, going, "Hmm." <laughs> but one of my favorite moments was the Jugger Duck. Oh yeah, <laughs> Howard the Duck with uh... Jugger Duck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somehow <laughs> Howard the Duck gets. The, the gem of Sidorak and becomes Juggernaut. <laughs> and it's just, it's it's basically like, yeah, you just see Juggernaut. With but with a duck bill poking out. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> and there's actually a lot of these like um, alternate versions of uh, familiar heroes or villains or whatever. You get a gambit with like crazy like, Mustache. Yes. Yeah, that was like a weird. More French than Cajun yeah. almost. Right. Yeah. There was, I assume it was Storm, because there's a big two page spread where Frank is just fucking up all these alternate right. characters in a battle. Right. Um, and in the top right corner, there was a mega mohawk on a lady. Mm. And I assume it was Storm. At first, I didn't realize, and I was like, I want to know who this character is. Right. That looks interesting. I apparently like Mohawks. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, that's Storm. And I think up there was, like, Storm was fighting with the Hulkbuster Iron Man suit. Oh, yeah. And, like, Bullseye was getting killed or whatever. Was it Bullseye? Or is that DC? Don't know. Can't Bullseye. Remember. Yeah, Bullseye. And someone else was up in there. And I was like, huh, that's a cool Mohawk. Well, but yeah, the, so the, the situation behind... Uh, Frank fighting all these uh, alternate versions of, of superheroes and villains or whatever is because Cable, who comes from a future in which Frank raises Thanos, comes back to prevent it from happening because the future is god-awful. So basically, Cable doing Cable. cable. Yeah. D- yes. <laughs> yeah, it's just Cable doing Cable again. Um, but, um, yeah, you get, like, Kamala Khan as uh, Captain America now. Yep. Yep. Uh, and actually, there's one one thing that kind of caught me off guard was somehow Moon Knight got thrown in there. I don't recall seeing that. Yeah, there's a decapitated Moon Knight head <laughs> in right. one of the pages. It's like Moon Knight. Like I. Obviously, we both enjoy at least Lemire's Moon Knight, right. but Moon Knight seems a little out of his league <laughs> in this situation. Well, it's all hands on deck, apparently. Yeah, yeah. We're like, we'll take you. If you want to come, we'll take you. Right. <laughs> that was a short-lived segment, though, really. Yeah. When, like, three pages at most. Right. To kind of get the point across. Right. And I guess, who does he, he takes, what the fuck? How does 
Frank, I already forgot. How does Frank end up going to the, to the future, um, where Puncher Thanos is? Doesn't he take, what does he take from Cable? Oh, his, uh, his, uh, slide by, his little time traveling device. Okay, so that's, he took that and then he was like, slide by whatever. Yeah. And then went to this. This future where, um, where essentially Thanos grew up raised by Frank and, uh, creates a totalitarian society. Yeah. In which, uh, all the, (laughs) go ahead. (laughs) He doesn't kill anyone. No. He just kind of puts them in outcast land. Right. Where it's this weird Punisher branded buildings and Zeppelins and Gotham City style. Like, uh, all the undesirables that society are tossed in this hellscape. And, uh, the reasoning was the reasoning... Uh, that Frank provided earlier on, which is like, yeah, don't kill, but like, if people just happen to die, that's okay. Yeah, you're not killing them. Yeah, it's fine. And that's in reference to uh, the the little first planet where they uh, they showed up and Galactus was about to come and devour the planet. Baby Thanos asks, "So are you gonna save them?" It's like, no, no. <laughs> it's like I'm not actually killing them, so it's, it's okay. Well, he almost. Frank almost got into a scuffle, and he's like, you guys are just going to be dead in ten minutes anyway, right. so can I have a drink? Like, what's yeah. going on here? Yeah, and they were trying to kick kick him out because um, <laughs> baby Thanos wasn't of age, and Frank says, uh, what, uh, I'm old enough for the both of us? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think that's how it works, dude. It doesn't matter. And he's like, what, why do you keep saying we're going to die? Right. Like these other crowds of people. And then Galactus shows up. Yep. Like ah, yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite moments is when Watu the Watcher shows up. Yes, because <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Frank was going on and on, and then and then Baby Thanos just says Sky Baby, Sky Baby, <laughs> <laughs> and you flip the page, and, and it's, it's a fucking, fucking Sky Baby. <laughs> it's fucking Watu. <laughs> Being referred to as Sky Baby, which is 100% true. Yeah, that's definitely Sky yeah. Baby. <laughs> I also really liked when uh, Watu um, referred to Frank as Francis. Yes. <laughs> Not just once, either. No, that's the whole how, time. Yeah, it's yeah, how, he, how yeah. you were uh, spoken to, or he was. Yeah, it was just Francis. Yes. <laughs> and it's like... It kind of makes sense in my head. It's like, I mean, I, I guess his full first name would be Francis. I don't really know. I but, don't. Yeah. Don't it doesn't really matter. But, like, watching, knowing these things, I think, would just refer to him by his, like, birth name. Right. Instead of, like, what he prefers to be called by, because that doesn't fucking matter. It's amazing to me that throughout, because even towards the end of the book, Frank goes through a, a litany of things that he himself has been through. I've been through this. I've been mm-hmm. through this, 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 and this, and this. Like a whole bunch of things. That after all this time, and it, I understand it's a traumatic event, but his main motivation is still the death of his family. Yeah. Like still. And I love Punisher. And mm-hmm. that's he's a pretty one-note character. I just love the character. Right. You know, I'm fine with it. I understand it. And I like it, so just give me more of that same shit. Right. It's just fascinating to me that he has the spirit of vengeance in him, and he has the cosmic 
power. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, well, my fucking family died and I'm angry about it. <laughs> I'm not going to kill mobsters now. Right. I'm going to fly around in time and space right. and get vengeance that way. Well, I think in this particular story, it's more of him. He realizes, like, what he he was doing was was not the right thing to be doing. Right. And it was him trying to correct that, but essentially being unsuccessful. Fair. Well, yeah, but it was still brought up multiple times about his family, then even towards the end. He and his family existed. Right. So I guess it was the same motivation, but instead of ne- not necessarily vengeance this time, it's correction. Right. Uh, He's trying to do the right thing. This but, time. but because of the same trauma in his past. Yeah. So that's an interesting yeah. switcheroo. Instead of just kill mobsters, it's like raise this alien Titan baby to mm-hmm. be good, and then fail. And it's kind of it was kind of set up uh, in that very first issue where Frank is in Valhalla. And he was talking to Odin about how he de- doesn't actually deserve to be there at all. Right. Because of everything he's done. Yep. Yeah, it is interesting how he tries to go on this redemption arc and then just utterly fails. <laughs> he does. Because because I guess that's not who he is. Nope. That's not the Punisher. Nope. Sure isn't. Yeah. Not any Punisher I've read. Yeah. I will admit... That most Punisher arcs that I've really enjoyed, he usually crashes through a wall with a van <laughs> at some point. And I didn't get that in this story. Because it's always ridiculous. Yeah. Like, impossible. I'm driving this van through a wall and shooting a million guys. <laughs> and I eat it up. Because mm-hmm. it's so goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> Doesn't happen. But it's, I guess, a million times more impressive that he's on a space motorcycle with a flaming skull. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Battling space sharks. Yeah. Yes! I forgot about that. Yep. <laughs> I don't even know what like what the point with the, of the space sharks actually were other than they were space sharks and they were cool. They Yes, and presumably that's not an uncommon occurrence on that planet that Galactus <laughs> was trying to eat. Right? It's like it's just, oh, he saved us again. Oh. Ah, I just remembered. Ah, okay. Fucking Cable going back to the future, then coming back to the quote-unquote present, shrinking Galactus, and shooting him out of his gun. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, because he did uh, something with the pin particle. Yep. I can't remember what. Yeah, he... He shrunk Galactus, (laughs) shoved him in the gun, and poof! There's just so many amazing moments in this little book. I remember that moment because I was confused and I had to go back again and kind of reread it. So I didn't necessarily understand if Cable grew yeah, or if Galactus oh, yeah. shrunk right. or what the situation was. So I had to go back and check it over again. <laughs> and that was that was pretty cool too. It's, it's, it's silly. It's fun. Uh, it's got a little heart. It's got a, what are those things called? Not not moral. I guess there is a moral to the story. Yeah. What are the things called at the end of the fables? Like the old fables. Um, shit. It's basically the moral of the story. Yeah. But 
different word. With a yeah, with another word. Yes. That we are too dumb. Yes. To recall. We're fuck. <laughs> now this is gonna bug me. <laughs> it's like right there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, read Cosmic Ghost Rider. So I um I agree. I had I have a physical collected copy, mm-hmm. and it has a Thanos legacy story yep. at the end. Did you read that? Is it with yours? Yeah, yeah, it's on the digital version. Too. Okay, cool. That kind of just wrapped up the story a little bit. Yeah, and it kind of ties back into um, uh, where Cosmic Ghost Rider first appeared, which was uh, Thanos wins, also by Donny Cates. So, wait, that issue takes place prior. I read it as it taking place afterwards. Uh, no, 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 what I'm saying is that it ties back into what happened. Oh, gotcha. Oh, okay. I understand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Thanos wins is where Cosmic's, Cosmic Ghost Rider first appeared. Right. Yes. Oh, also, when doesn't he? He does. So when, I know we were wrapping up, but this is fun and exciting. There was a really cool artistic looking panel or really cool art in a panel uh towards the end when frank castle's in the future dealing with grown-up punisher thanos and he's kicking his ass and getting ready to kill him mm-hmm. and he stares at him and it's time for oh. penance and he's like ha oh, ha ha thanos it was like oh man yeah give it to me i like penance look stare yeah. in my eyes and he's like i wasn't talking about staring right and he does this mega cosmic explosion thingy basically incinerates Thanos and rips his head off. Right. And that was really fucking cool. Yeah. And it's like, it's not like a recurring theme or not, not really theme, a uh, thing. Cause uh, you find out within the, the story that, you know, he, he did at least uh, in before he went back in time when he was serving under the original Thanos, like daily or whatever, Thanos would ask or make Cosmic Ghost Rider give him the penance stare. Yep. So he could relive all the atrocities he committed. Yep. Which is just fucking brutal. Insane. Awesome. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> and then he tries to do the penance stare to the baby, but there's nothing, yeah. nothing there. A little baby. Yeah. And then at the end, it's like, no, we're not doing the penance there anymore. This is real penance. Right. Which is, you're going to fucking die. Yep. And then dies. Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess, like, if we're, like, you know, internet power rankings and stuff, like, I guess this would show that Cosmic Ghost Rider is above Thanos? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. He, he literally killed the fucker, yeah. so... Just disintegrated him and ripped his head off. Yeah. So, I yes. think, yeah, that is Cosmic Ghost Rider <laughs> is more powerful than Thanos because he's two super powered individuals and then a third grouchy, angry fucker <laughs> mentality all smushed into one. Right? Of course, he's better than Thanos. They're more powerful. Good. <laughs> uh, it's he literally said he has the power of hellfire. Cosmic Hellfire. Yep. And that just sounded awesome. That is fucking awesome. It sounds like a song. (laughs) It does. Yeah. Cosmic Hellfire? Yeah. Fucking rules. That just sounds (laughs) awesome. 
And then if you know what the powers are of these two entities, it's even more awesome. Right? Just, oh my god, <laughs> it's it's great. It's fucking amazing. Yes. And everybody should read it. Yes. With uh, the album this this episode, uh, we went with uh, Undergang, and I'm gonna try to pronounce it. Aldrich, I live it. I too live it. In <laughs> it was released uh, last year, 2020, uh, on Dark Descent. Yep. It's short. It's dirty. Yeah. It just feels wet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's some. I think it, it's something about the the bass tune that they have. It's like, I don't know. It's it sounds fucking grimy as shit. It exactly. Yeah. It's Thunderbutt. Like. Yeah. I dig it. It's interesting because I, I'm familiar with the bands. Mm-hmm. I've seen the band and I've listened to some of their stuff, but I hadn't in a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, well, long is subject. 2014, 15 ish. Right. And for whatever reason, I didn't remember them sounding like they do on this album. I remembered kind of like the muddy mm-hmm. low end, which I liked. But I didn't realize it was basically like gore grind until they slowed the tempo down. Right. And then it became just this really heavy driving death metal. Right. And then it would switch back into gore grind with like gurgly vocals even further. Right. And it was, I thought it was different. I remembered differently. So I went back and listened to whatever album it was. And no, it's like the same shit. Right. I don't know why I thought differently. That, I don't. You don't know why I thought differently no. either. It's just interesting. <laughs> it's a, I enjoyed it. Like it's, yeah, it's it's really really well done. Like there's a lot of great riffs. There's a lot of like moments where you just want to like yep. pump your fist. And then there's like a lot of like frown inducing riffs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just I could see mm. like just make you know everyone knows yeah. the face. You're at the yeah. show. And they just bring that riff, and you make the face. And, and yeah. The, <laughs> the size of your mouth just turns down. You, you scowl. Yeah. It's like, mmm. You get mega jowls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jowl-inducing death metal. <laughs> Here's something interesting. It's like, so, you know, scowls and frowns are all... You know, uh, they have negative connotations. Like, you don't like something, then you scowl or you frown. But with death metal, it's like a, a sign of approval that <laughs> that it, you make this face that shows that you're not enjoying something. It's, well, I mean, it goes with a lot of people that we know or a lot of people in, like, a heavy metal scene where, like, a term of endearment or a show of endearment or greeting is flipping them off. Well, you know, I mean, it's not uncommon, (laughs) but yeah, doing the frown, like, but I don't know. I love this. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if it's a frown because of like a normal person would frown out of soundness or just right. Whatever. It's more of like a, it's just disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's a stink face, stink face for wet base. There needs to be a bumper sticker for that. 
We can do it. <laughs> that needs to be a bumper sticker. <laughs> we can make it happen. It's a good album. It's it is. It's good. I don't. Well, I I will say like I listened to it, <clears throat> and then Amodi, um, ugh, almost immediately afterward. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was laughing that, that time because when you're tripping, it's I hurt Imodium. <laughs> Almost immediately afterwards, went and listened to uh, Symphonies of Sickness. Okay. Because that's I was like, oh man, this is just grimy grind, and for whatever reason, Carcass came to mind. Mm-hmm. But it's not the whole album. Like Undergang, that's not the whole album. No. But that's just really what stuck out, and then the punch you in the face riffs. Yep. So. And uh, they keep it nice and short. I think there's like 32 minutes or something. Sure. Yeah, okay. That works. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. But, I mean, it it felt right. Yeah. Whatever it was. Yeah, the link is perfect. Well, yeah. I, I mean, Dark Descent puts out good shit consistently. So. Yeah, they do. Oh, one thing I noticed. Um, uh, they added a new member for this album. And I was actually pretty excited because uh, it was Matt Tarlov, who was on Five Across the Eyes by Iniquity, and that was one of my favorite, like, tech death albums, which, like, kind of threw me for a loop when when I listened to this album, because, you know, they got Mads Harloff, as, like, thinking, okay, maybe there's, like... Gonna be bringing some of that influence. Yeah, but it didn't, and that, that's totally fine. Right. So, was he, um, how do I ask, was he a, an additional member or a replacement for someone else? I don't, I don't remember. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I just know uh, he was on this album. And you like him in this other album. Yeah. Got it. And he wasn't on the previous album. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know if he replaced anybody, but yeah, he's definitely an addition to the band. Gotcha. I remember you being, oh, I may be misremembering, slightly disappointed with Iniquity's set when you saw them. Yeah, but it's... was it because of the band or the shitty stage situation, or both? Uh, a little of both. They 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 fucked up a lot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They fucked up a lot, and like, I mean, I, I'm still glad I got to see them. Of course. And when they were on, they were on. Yeah. It's just you know, every once in a while, like, it, it, I. I distinctly recall I, f- I don't remember which song but like a couple of the players forgot what uh, part they're supposed to be playing oh no yeah well I guess when you're so, not really playing live that often yeah and I, you know I don't know how, how much time they had to you know rehearse before right like what's your rehearsal yeah. schedule for one off appearances exactly and you know who knows where they all live maybe mm-hmm. they they're not in a convenient location to where they could get together and practice. Right. But but that's a lesson in 
and and a takeaway for our listeners just be grateful you get to see a band you want to see yeah because you may end up in a pandemic where you don't get to see nothing for over a fucking year yeah <laughs> it's, it's been that long huh yep sang sang we sang sang sugar bog sang <laughs> was the last show i went to i don't know how to say that fucking band's name which is funny because they're like a less good version of symphonies of sickness or even under gang yeah i don't dislike them but it's yeah. that sound yeah so sans how do you sans. say it sans sans sugar bog <laughs> sans sans bog. yes see like now now i'm like trying to picture how it's spelled in my head <laughs> and it's not happening. There's a lot of G's and B's. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's not happening. Sinks. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah. They're not going to yeah. be around in five or ten years yeah. anyway. Listen to Undergang. Yeah, Undergang. Yeah. Untergang. <laughs> oh, oh, um, completely unrelated. Uh, but maybe it's sort of related because accents. So, umlauts, right? Mm-hmm. It's a big thing in metal. I wonder, like, okay, so, like, Motorhead's over the O. Yep. Uh, sometimes it's over the U. Yep. And how often, like, do you ever think of them as, like, just faces? Sometimes. Yeah. Most of the time, actually. But I think of faces in a lot of things that yeah. I see. Like, screws in the wall and stuff. <laughs> so. It's just, like, you, you get an umlaut and... and your name it's over you is like oh it's a nice little smiley face or a surprise face yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah with uh motorhead it's like oh motorhead <laughs> <laughs> it's fun yep i think i don't know i don't think they're ever used properly probably not except for like unless they're like they actually use it in their language yeah what are you? Unless they're German. Right? Yes. Okay, so unless you're a German band or are fluent in German. Hmm. Well, did the Folterkammer have umlauts? Um, I can't remember now. I don't recall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Umlauts are fun. Yeah. But whatever. It's not important. Nope. Listen around the game. Yep. Read uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider. Yep. And uh, tune in to the next episode. Dingus and Dongus. They mock